Continuing now in the conversation here on the Steve Gruber Show, Dr. John Lott, the president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, joining us as he does weekly. CrimeResearch.org, the place to find out more. CrimeResearch.org. And, Doctor, I've got to be honest, I'm, I'm looking at this battle of the titans. It, it's a war now between Michael Bloomberg and Bernie Sanders, each accusing the other of, of bad behavior in one way or the other. But I found it incredibly uh, surprising, laughable, really. Michael Bloomberg comes out with this big offensive starting Monday, uh, yeah, spending millions of dollars to go after Bernie specifically, and saying that Bernie Sanders was basically elected by the National Rifle Association. I- I'm sorry, but when I think of champions of guns, Bernie Sanders isn't among them. Uh, it's it's kind of a, a an odd accusation, isn't it? Uh, well, you'd think so. Um... You know, I think uh, Bloomberg right now knows that uh, uh, he doesn't have much time left to go and try to salvage his uh, his nomination efforts. And uh, you know, it's you look at over the years, uh, Sanders has had ratings from the NRA that would be like an F or a D, or I think as high as maybe a C minus or something. But uh, hardly what one would call uh, somebody who would be a strong NRA supporter. Um, you know, and, and it's particularly surprising given that he was from Vermont, which uh, Vermont had, uh, you know, had no gun control laws up until uh, just a couple of years ago. And so you would think normally somebody from Vermont would be, you know, the type of person that uh, would be opposed to any type of gun control if he was just representing the state that he was from. Uh, I know for years uh, uh, you'd have um, uh, Sanders would go and and uh, talk about the different types of places in the country, whether you you know rural places you needed to have the same type of gun control that you'd wanted to have in major urban areas, but. Um, he regularly voted for different types of gun control. I guess the one thing that Bloomberg was trying to make a deal about is that uh, uh, when they had the ability for uh, to protect manufacturers from being sued um, uh, for using guns and the commission of a crime or right. something, that uh, uh, Sanders had voted against uh, or had voted uh, in favor of that type of legislation. But you know, as Sanders has said, do you want to sue uh, General Motors because somebody uses their car in uh, in a robbery? Uh, it just doesn't make any sense to do that. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, Bloomberg obviously has spent hundreds of millions of dollars pushing gun control, and he thinks that this could be a winning issue for him. He also has the advantage, uh, Dr. John Lott here with us on the Steve Gruber Show. He, he has the advantage of owning a very powerful media company. Now, this is not unprecedented in American history. Thomas Jefferson owned newspapers, and and different people along the way would get involved with the media to manipulate it. But it is fairly unique today that Bloomberg has this media machine that he can feed the narrative out there. It is different, isn't it? Well, it allows him uh, to get around some of the campaign finance regulations that are there. Um, And... And he uses it, obviously, clearly, uh, to go and advance his political agenda. I mean, you won't see uh, Bloomberg's outfits 
go and run an op-ed that would be against gun control. I mean, I know. I've talked to the op-ed editor there. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, at the same time, uh, if you look at the regular kind of news stories, uh, they all work against Trump. Um, you know, even though the economy has been doing extremely well, you just see one news story after another uh, at Bloomberg News, uh, which specializes in financial issues, uh, about uh, twisting themselves in whatever way possible in order to try to make it look like the economy is bad. So um, just the weekend before last kind of went through, and they just had every news story they had on the economy had some negative twist on it. So, for example, um, one of the stories uh, uh, was pointing out how horrible it was that um, uh, the gap between the income gap between people with a high school education and a college education had gotten smaller. Well, you know, some people might view it as positive, you would think, uh, because of the fact that uh, what that meant is that there's been wage growth for both groups but that the wage group had been particularly large for the lowest-income individuals. So you could say it's reducing income inequality. But no, I mean, they, they, anything that they could possibly twist as to be negative, they weren't happy that income inequality went down. It was the fact that uh, it was getting smaller What well, was a negative thing. Yeah, how is that negative? seems like the right thing to me, but uh, here it is. Bloomberg, like you say, manipulating the message now. Uh, heading into the uh, weekend primary in South Carolina, Bloomberg has been particularly poor on the debate stage. Uh, Bernie Sanders, a far better debater, like his policies or not. Uh, but that might leave a door open for a Joe Biden, I suppose. Um, those are the only three people left viably, I believe, at this point. Um, what do you see? What does is, what is your crystal ball tell you? I mean, if you look at the betting odds, uh, it looks like uh, um, Biden will win South Carolina. Uh but he has about a two to one ratio in the in the betting odds. Uh, but if you look across the different states, uh, you know overall uh, the betting odds give uh, uh, Sanders uh, over a fifty percent probability of of getting the nomination. Uh, Bloomberg has been around fifteen percent or so probability. Uh, you know I don't know maybe hundreds of millions more dollars he's spent. I don't think it's going to get him. $150 million right now on on trying to win the election. And not a delegate has he earned. Uh, And so uh, we'll see what happens. We'll leave it there. Dr. Jot, the president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, always here uh, and always offering his informed opinion. You can find out more at crimeresearch.org, crimeresearch.org. And as always, doctor, thank you. Thank you. It's the Steve Gerber Show. Protecting Michigan's waters is critically important, and so is providing the energy that fuels Michigan's quality of life. A tunnel for Line 5 is the right solution. This underground concrete tunnel housing 5, deep under the Straits of Mackinac, means multiple layers of protection and virtually no chance of a leak into the Great Lakes. It also eliminates the possibility of an anchor strike, and it means no interruption to energy that Michigan needs. Learn more at Enbridge.com slash Line 5 Tunnel. Attention songwriters, beginner or pro. 
NSAI Mid-Michigan Chapter Meetings are held every second Saturday of the month from 1 to 4 p.m. at the MSU Community Music School. You can learn more about the NSAI by visiting www.nashvillesongwriters.com or visit the NSAI Mid-Michigan Chapter Facebook page to contact the chapter coordinator online. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding?